just about to type punk into your little message thing. I think I might have to call you back. You're really fuzzy. I'm fuzzy? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Max speakers. Lifted up fuzz. Preferences. Audio. <laughs> Noise cancellation. iMac microphone. Hmm. I thought they discontinued iMacs. No. They discontinued something, right? Recently. Now I can't hear anything from you at all. Oh, you're, you're back, but you're fuzzy. Hmm. It sounds like a connection kind of fuzzy, like digital fuzzy. Oh. Like bandwidth fuzzy. Uh, okay. Just call me back then. All right. Hello. How about now? Oh, yeah, that's much better. Ever so much better. So, uh... Hey, welcome to week 873 of the Crankcast. It's a Crankcast almost after dark. You're too good to be calling during the day now. Uh, it was just a rough week, man. It's always a rough week. Have you noticed that? So... You're starting to sound like a girlfriend, man. Be gone. Be gone with your silliness. Anyway. Be gone with it. No, I'm just, uh, you know, it's been building up because I said yes to jobs a lot. Say yes to the job. So, like, this was the week. I mean, it's been building up and it's been busy, but this is the week where, like, shit hit the fan. And it didn't help. I also had a couple of nights where I only got like a couple hours sleep. Couple hours. Which didn't have anything to do with the work. I mean, unless the work caused me to be stressed out and not be able to sleep, but, you know. Stressed out. So that wasn't very good. So much stress. You been hanging around Jim more? No. (laughs) Comes in. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so how you been? How you doing? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I ain't never happy. Yep. I ain't never happy. So, uh... I don't know, man. You want to hear about some Republican fuckery? No, okay. no. All right. I don't want to talk about that. It's, it's Ohio-related. Yeah. Uh, no, no. All right. How no. about, how about, can you turn your volume up a little bit? Do you have a volume? No. no. Is that better? No. It's the same. Well, I don't know what I can do for you. Okay. Where's the volume at? I, I don't know, man. I mean, I can live with this if this is it, but, you know. Always want me to fix things for you. Well, I don't know how they get broken. Do you go, like, changing things in between the times we talk? I don't do anything. 
there's not a volume setting here. In fact, I'm almost peaking here. Huh. I don't know what you want me to do. I can turn on the external microphone. How bizarre. Shove it, turn on this SM57 or something. Mmm, I'd love the sound of an SM57. I can do that. I mic most guitar cabs with an SM57. Let's see what I can do here. And then sometimes I mark, I mic guitar cabs with a uh, Sennheiser E609 knockoff. It's not bragging. Which is a... It's kind of a flat mic, and you can hang it directly in front of the cab, and it sits flat. It's kind of handy, really, for micing a cab. I don't want no damn sound on. Get it up. Job. There you go. <laughs> uh, we want. Shut up, you. I don't even know what's going on. I'm going out of my way to fix all your crap for you. Um, your crap? Your crap. Your crap? So you got big holiday plans? Oh, you must be in the middle of switching stuff. I lost the audio again. You'll be back. You always come back. Come back to crank, Mike. I switched the mic over and you couldn't hear it. Huh. All right. Well, let's just stick with this. No. I want to fix it. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah. You going to grill some shit out, man? Need more output. No, that's not better. <laughs> hmm. This is that time of the year when we get to play the game of. How's this? How's this, baby? Hey, hey, how's that working? You sound. Well, I can a, hear myself. Sound a lot bassier. Yeah, but can you? Is it better? The volume's still really low, and I don't understand why. I don't know why. That's your fault. I don't... How about now? I don't think it is my fault. It is your fault. (gasps) Oh, my God. What? Is that better? Yeah, you sound good. Let's go with that. Don't lie. Don't lie to me now. Is that better? (laughs) It's, It's really all about the same. Is this better? I have my my mouth on the microphone now. Yeah, I'm just I'm getting proximity effects, so you sound bassier, like a, like a lot of the high end got cut out. Darth Norton. Adjust microphone settings. How about that? Oh, how's this? That's exactly the same. It's all right, man. That, we can. That's not better. It's just it's the same. Oh my god, I hate this. That's alright, man. We can deal with it. You were the one that asked for it. Just go go back to the, the computer, Mike. Uh, alright. I just did. I'm saying, alright? We good with this? Alright. Let's let's you move made, on. You made me angry. We're we're burning daylight here. Or Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What the hell is going on? Anyway, so uh, what you doing for the weekend, dude? I don't know. Okay. I need to 
practice my guitar and get better and make some music and you and me both sister I'm tired of it you and me both angry um, Turn off. come on get off dang it get out of here I don't want you in there what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing Nothing. Um, have you ever seen a 1989 movie called Intruder? Yeah. I um, it's it's. I mean, it's not a bad slasher flick. It's not the greatest one. It's not the worst. It's got a kind of a. I, I thought the twist was nice. Um, but what I, I appreciated about it was it had both. Uh, both the Raimi brothers acting in it. Mm-hmm. And then it has a Bruce Campbell cameo at the end. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, cool. That's kind of neat. Not sure it actually meant anything to anybody at the time. <laughs> but, you know. It's got a couple of clever, like, well, no, not clever. They really, in that movie, they really telegraph how people are going to get killed. Like, um... Like the the one boss guy, like as soon as I saw that that spiky thing that you're supposed to pin paperwork to, like right when they first showed it, I'm like, oh, somebody's getting that in the eye, mm. <laughs> and then somebody got it in the eye. So yeah, I was like, huh, okay. But uh, I enjoyed that. I, I'd never seen it before, and that's one of those ones. I, I it's weird that I hadn't because I'm sure like it was in local rental video stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like I would have, because you know, I mean, we used to burn through those things on the weekend when I was a kid. Uh, I didn't watch it until last, um, I guess, last four or five years. Hmm. Have you seen one called I Madman? I Madman. I think so. Some lady's reading a book, and as she reads it, like the character, the murder character in the book comes to life and starts killing yep. people. Yep, seen it. I've never seen this one. I saw the other one where the cartoonist it's an movie, right? No, it's eighty nine. So okay. Yeah, it's another eighty nine movie. Um, <clears throat> I, I saw another one where I can't remember what that one was called, but where like the this cartoonist is down in the basement and everything he draws starts coming to life. All the monsters. Cellar are. dweller, and it's yeah. Uh, yeah, that it's a it's a woman at the beginning. It's a guy. It's actually uh, what's his face, um, Doctor Mordred, whatever his name is. Combs. Combs, Jeffrey Combs. And then the rest of the movie, it's a woman. Okay, yeah. I um, I remember seeing that one, and then there what was that other one? There was one that was called like Killer Tunes or something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where all these like little animated things came to life, evil tunes, and there's actually only like two evil tunes in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one in a long time, but I, I remember watching it. That's got uh, what's her face in it. Um, she's in all the movies by like Fred Owen Ray or whatever his name is. Yeah, it's not, if it's not, it's Fred Owen Ray or the other guy. 
I forget his name. No, not Fred Owen Ray. The guy that made Slumber House, like Sorority House Massacre or whatever. I don't remember who that was. Who is that guy? He made Munchie, because they're both in that, too. Oh, Munchies. Uh, that was by Jim Wynorski. That's oh, is that who it was? Yeah, Jim Wynorski. Okay. I, re- I recognize the name, yeah. Yes. Yes. Jim Wynorski. Um. And it has What's-Her-Face, who was in all those movies. Um, Monique Gabriel. I remember that name, too, yeah. She's in a lot of those movies. Never trust somebody with two first names. Yeah, she was. Uh, she's in Evil Tunes. Yeah, it's, but, the, it's the nerd that likes to get naked in front of her mirror. <laughs> I have not seen that one. In, I don't remember how long. I remember renting it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Fred Owen Ray and um, and Jim Wynorski were friends. That. Uh, Fred Owen Ray was actually in Munchie. Have you thought about writing a book about this stuff? No, because you've you've acquired a lot of like tidbits There's of fact. People that know way more than me about this stuff. I've just it's become it's a it's an interest of mine. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't want to write a book about it. I'm not turning another hobby into a job. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess you could kind of throw uh, Saturday the Fourteenth into that genre of things and books coming to life or whatever. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to think of other movies that like, Saturday the Fourteenth is damn near a kids movie. Oh, it is. It's it's, it's a dumb comedy. I mean, yeah. I I mean I think it, that was intentional. I don't think it was supposed to be anything other than that. But it, um, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of other movies that are in that, you know, stuff in books come to life genre. Mm. But, um, anyway. <clears throat> so I found, uh, on archive.org, I found somebody that was posting, like, whole, like, hour and a half blocks of MTV from, like, 1980s, early 80s, like, 82 to 84, or whatever, 81 to 84. And so I I was watching some of that stuff while I was working, and I forgot how big a crush I had on Martha Quinn when I was a kid. Martha Quinn? Yeah. Man. What? (laughs) Wait, am I getting her name wrong? No. I'd just like to do that. The VJ. Oh, I know. She's in a couple of movies. Is she in Rockula? Let me see. Rockula. I don't remember. Rockula. Is Martha Quinn in that? Let me see. I think she has a radio show now or a pod- podcasty radio show or something. She does. I don't I don't care. Okay. I didn't say you had to care, Mike. Shut up, you. I I'm know you. At things. I know you don't care. I don't see her in it. But, um... Yeah, she was how, my... How old is Tony Cox? I don't know. Should I know this? 
He's the little person, uh, the 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 black little person that's in uh, Bad Santa and a bunch of other stuff. I never saw Bad Santa. He's he's in Rockula, and that came out in 1990. How old is that guy? He's been the same age for how long? I don't know. A long time. Jesus. Long time. 1958. How old is that? <laughs> uh, about four years younger than my mom. Wow, he looks really good for somebody that age. Some people age really well, dude. Wow. Like crazy well. And then some people like seem like they age really fast. Because, I mean, you know, I've seen... He was in... Oh, that's right! He was a Hollywood Zap. That was 1986. So oh. how... He was an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. That makes sense. They probably hired everybody they could find that was about that height. Blade Runner? He was in... Holy crap! He was in Nice Dreams. He was in the Buck Rogers TV show. Uh, what this episode? This guy's old as hell. What episode? Uh, the name of the episode is Shigorach. Okay, I'm not placing it. I'm trying to think of anything that had like. Oh, small. it's got a bunch of little people in in that episode. That's why he's right. He's in Doctor Heckle and Mister Hype. I don't know what that is. That's uh, is that the one? Yeah, that's the one where uh, Oliver Reed plays a very ugly dentist or podiatrist. I forget, but then he gets he takes this serum that turns him into a handsome guy. Oh, it's a real weird movie. Well, all right then, man. Yeah. Dick Miller's in that movie, too. <laughs> Dick Miller was in a lot of movies. He was in all those. He was in the, the all the Ewok TV movies. Sounds like somebody found a new favorite actor. Well, I, I mean, he's, he's very... Uh, I mean, you know him when you see him. But I, I'm just surprised he's been in so many things. Oh, he was stationed in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Station. That was that guy that kind of looked like the guy playing keyboards in Return of the Jedi, right? Max Rebo? I'm trying to remember what Station looked like. Yeah, he changed. Okay. <gasps> Wait, was Station like the pandemonium thing where he, there was a couple of them and they all jump into each other and become Station? Yes. Okay, yeah. Do you remember that cartoon? No, I didn't watch the cartoon. Pandemonium, I mean? Pandemonium? No, I I know what you're talking about. No, I did not watch Pandemonium. Oh, okay. Well, what? I'm, mad, I'm mad at you. Why? For making me think of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm angry at you for making me think of Pandemonium. Three pandas all jump into one and become a giant panda. I, I know what it is. Pandemonium, dude. It's brilliant. Oh, don't be mad. Turn that frown upside down. So angry at you. 
Um, <clears throat> have you seen The Wolf of Snow Hollow? I haven't, but I would like to. I know all about it. Okay. Because I just watched that, and I was pleasantly surprised by how much I laughed at it. Kind of. Yeah. It was pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed had, it. I had the whole thing spoiled for me. So. Oh, okay. So I can talk about it. Yeah. Who spoiled it? This thing I saw on, on, the, on the YouTubes. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen any of this guy's other movies, but I want to check them out. Uh, Jim Cummings. He directed and acted in Wolf of Snow Hollow. But it was okay. uh, it was pretty over the top funny. I thought like just kooky, you know. So yeah, dig it. And I don't really have much else to talk about because mostly I've been watching like stuff I don't have to think about, like. You know, Hallmark romance movies and stuff like that. Okay, show's over. Yeah, I mean, as far as movies, I don't have much else to talk about, is what I'm saying. Except, um, oh, I did watch, because they kept pushing it, and I got curious about it. Amazon kept pushing it, so I watched Drama World. Drama World? Yeah. The premise of that is... Say what? What is Drama World? It's uh, It was a TV show that... Okay, so this is weird. The first season of it was made back in 2016, right? And then they go and make season two of it this year, or late last year, whatever. Um, so, like, there's this weird six-year gap between <laughs> two seasons of this. But, but season two picks up right after season one, you know? So, like, it's strange because all the actors are older. <laughs> And I think they explain it a little bit by saying some time passed, but um anyway, the premise of it is is that uh this lady gets sucked into this fictional universe based on k drama Korean drama stuff mm. um, and like it it's a world where like all the dramas exist in it, and then there are people from the real world that help facilitate the 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 meat cutes and the love things and stuff like that. Lame. It's actually pretty good. It's kind of funny. Ain't it? Nah, I check it out. But if you check it out, just beware that it, there are subtitles in it, so you, it's not really something you can just throw on while you're working. This like, um, I mean, it's not totally subtitled, but uh, the I'm Korean. Switching the channel. The Korean parts are. Changing the channel. But it was pretty good. Drama world is what I'm saying. Drama. Oh. Drama world. Drama's mama. Drama world. Drama. And so, anyway, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, you know, it's just been, it's weird, like, because I, you know, I talk to my parents and stuff a couple times a week, and so, when I talk to my mom and I'm, and I'm sitting there like, oh, hey, what's new? And I'm like, oh, not a lot. I've just been working. I feel like you, like when I talk to you, mm-hmm. where I ask you what's going on, you're like, nothing. I've just been working. I'm like, huh. Yeah. So when you work a lot, you really don't have anything to tell anybody else because all you're doing is working. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not here to entertain anybody. 
makes me feel like I... If you want me to entertain you in my life, then go to hell. makes me feel like I've grown really boring, you know? I don't have any stories. In fact, I... Always boring. I had to miss going to see the zombies last night. The zombies? Were they at a casino? No, they were playing at a place called the Ludlow Garage. Really? Yeah. They're on tour. They're alive? Well, they're zombies, dude. Oh, good point. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be touring forever, <laughs> pretty much. You know? Wow, that's a real good point. Until they fall apart, I guess. You know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm working last night. My friend that went down, he sends me a clip from one of their songs that are, I like a lot. And I'm like, man, this sucks. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there just working, you know. I'm like, well, thanks for sending that. I appreciate it. But they sounded... What, 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 what's a zombie song? Um, like, uh, well, the one one I was just talking about was the This Will Be Our Year. Mm. Uh, OK Go actually did a decent cover of that back in mid-aughts, I guess. Um, zombies are also like time of the season, you know. That's right. Who's your, your daddy? Name? Who's your daddy? Is he and what? Is he do? Say what? Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Is he rich like me? Um, I mean, there were, there were earlier zombie songs that were like a little poppier and stuff. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I'm trying to think what their hits were, like, because I tend to focus mostly on their last album. Um, like, because that's just a really good album. It's called Odyssey and Oracle. I guess that wasn't their last album. They did wind up putting up putting out one like in the last decade. I think that was unreleased stuff. It was supposed to be the follow up to that album. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so I, I tend to focus on that stuff because I, I like it a lot. It's like sort of like with the Beatles. I'm, I'm more of a later era Beatles fan than an early Beatles fan. I bet most people are. Um, oh, I guess they only had like two albums out. Like two, four. How dare you, How dare you lie to me about stuff? Well, they had a bunch of singles, but they only had like two LPs out, you know? Uh, she's not there. Was one of them. Tell her no. Well, yeah, she isn't there. Yeah. Um, That's true. But yeah, anyway, so I didn't go, get to go see them last night. Which, uh, given their you know ages and whatnot, it's probably not likely I'm ever going to get to see them unless they come back again next year before they mm-hmm. die. Yeah, I'd like to go see Joe Bob in Memphis. He's doing a driving uh, jamboree down there. Yeah? But I am not going. How old's he? I do not know. Because, like, I mean, he seemed like he was relatively... He aged a lot in the last 20 years. Well, I'm trying to think, like, back in the the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, when I... Nine years old. Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, he, he probably seemed like my parents' age. Like, Yeah. But... 
anyway. Yeah, I, it's just we're we're getting to that age where like you know the people we were interested in and in, in movies and music and stuff like that are just starting to die <laughs> a lot. You know, I don't want to think about that. I know, I'm, but I'm just saying like I kind of understand now where my parents were coming from when they'd constantly remark on like some musical person dying or whatever. Somebody they grew up listening to. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, apparently locally... Okay, so there's some sort of TikTok video that's been circulating that shows people how to break into Kias and, uh, you know, break in and start them. Really? Yeah, so... Because of that, there's been a rise in thefts, uh, locally, here anyway. Um, in certain neighborhoods, apparently, because the neighborhood not far from mine, just their police issued a warning about it. Um, it's Kias and Hyundais, I think. Um, but yeah, so, and it all stems from, like, this information just being posted on TikTok, essentially. So people are, kids, I guess, I'm gonna guess, I mean, there's probably adults involved, too, but there's kids who are probably just doing it for chits and giggles, you know? Um, People are assholes. Yeah. I mean, well, kids are kind of assholes anyway, because they, they don't know any better, you know? They're, um, they don't have enough, what do I want to say, experience to make correct judgments on things? People are assholes. Yeah. I blame you. It's my fault. It is your fault. Why do you suck so much? I don't know. You know, it makes me angry. I'm sorry. Not really, but... Because there's not really anything I can do about it. Sorry. Not sorry. I'm a pretty panda. I'm a pretty panda. I'm pretty, pretty panda. Um, so I was looking something up the other night, and I, I, I had forgotten that Kate Bush and Peter Gabriel did a duo, or duet, rather. Yeah, it was a huge song. I know, I just, I forgot it was her singing on it. I remembered it was a Peter Gabriel song. I just forgot it was her, so I went and I, I watched the video, and I'm, I watched the Godly and Cream version of the video. Which is just six and a half minutes of them hugging. Yep. And I'm like, kind of envious. Because, <laughs> I mean... Shut up, you weirdo. There's a lot of things to be envious of Peter Gabriel. Like, you know, obviously. Success and talent and whatnot. But, yeah, I'm kind of just... I, I, I envy the fact that he got to hug Kate Bush for like six and a half minutes. Which was probably than that, right? I mean, it was probably all day because they, however many takes they took, you know. But still, it's like, damn, that's pretty cool. (laughs) And then I went down a rabbit hole, just other '80s music. I think I think that's what led me to the watching those MTV videos on archive. Mm. Again, having stuff like that on just it's good background like when you're 
don't necessarily want to have to concentrate on a storyline or anything like that. Occasionally you can glance up and, and see what's going on, but, you know, you don't have to. Alright, is it bedtime? <laughs> hey, I'm tired. My stomach's been weird. Weird how? This doesn't, it doesn't agree with me anymore. Need more fiber? I think maybe I'm dying. No, you're not dying. I mean, you are dying. We're all dying, Mike. You don't know. We're all pretty much dying at the moment of conception. You don't know. It's all downhill from there. I'm dying. I'm definitely dying. As soon as they unplug us from our mommy's bellies, you know, when we're living on our own, we're pretty much dying. I'm dead. I'm actually dead already. You've been dead all along. You should be actually, uh, you should feel ashamed for giving me crap, because I've been dead. Oh, I don't give you crap. Mm. Do you not? Not really. Not reciprocally, like, equivalently. Well, that's because I'm a small person inside. (laughs) Take it out on you. Big man, small soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay. Um, I talked a while ago about how I was reading a book of J.G. Ballard short stories. Mm, no, I want to hear it. And, well, that's okay. I'm not really going to talk about that. Uh, but it took me a while to get through that because it was like a thousand-something page book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I will say, it was interesting because it covered a span of... Like mid fifties to early nineties, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was just mm-hmm. sort of interesting seeing what changed about his writing versus what stayed the same. Um, like apparently he was really. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It, well, not hard. It is probably improper to um, equate what a writer writes with what a writer thinks. Like in real life, like mm-hmm. just because Stephen King writes a whole bunch of horror novels doesn't mean he's going out stabbing people. I mean, he probably is, but you know, you shouldn't think that. Correlations, not causation, that kind of thing. Um, so you know, when I say this about J.G. Ballard, take it with a grain of salt. But apparently, he really hated space flight. <laughs> like, he did not like the space program. Why? He kept writing stories about how it was breaking humanity, like causing mass psychosis and weird events and the, the earth and stuff. Like through through his entire career, he did. Hmm. Um. And, and basically, if he wrote about spaceflight, it was in a negative aspect. So I, I gotta suspect maybe he didn't actually like spaceflight. I don't know why. Like he thought it was unnatural, which it is unnatural, but like. He thought it was like breaking some sort of barrier man should have never broken kind of thing. It's a weird hill to have. And again, I don't know that that's what his actual thought process was in the real world, but you know, just reading these stories and seeing how they span time, it's like, well, there's got to be a grain of that going on, because why would he keep writing about it, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so once I got done with that, I, I wanted to get through some other stuff that I hadn't read yet. Um, so I'm still reading like the Dresden Files. And uh, there were a couple of books that came out in 2020 that I just hadn't gotten around to reading yet, plus a collection of short stories. And um, there was also a new Pendergast novel, which I've talked about a bit. That, that was uh, what that movie, you know, um, Relic was based off of. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had some new Rivers of London stuff to read, too. Or newer, rather. So it was weird. Like I said, it took me because the, that Ballard book was like a thousand something pages long. It took me a while to get through it. Plus, it was unfamiliar material, so it was kind of stilted because of the time it was written in and stuff like that. It was just mm-hmm. like it, you know when you read stuff in older language and older thoughts, it, it just kind of takes a while. It's more of a slog, especially if it's like thinking man's kind of stuff. Um. But that's what I like. I mean, that's the Jim Butcher books, the Dresden not Files stuff. I mean, I like it. It's just, it's not super deep or anything, but it's fun. It's and it's easy to read, you know. Um, so I blaze through uh, the Pendergast stuff is a little more. I don't know. It's probably more like Robin Cook than than Jim Butcher or something. You know, it's a little more. Makes you think a little bit, maybe, but it's still it's still like you know paperback novel stuff. Like, but it's just weird. So you know, in the past week and a half, two weeks, I've gone through one, two, three, three full novels, a book of short stories that was probably close to novel length at least, and I'm almost done with a novella. <laughs> so it's like I, I just kind of like binged and woofed these things down. That's what I'm saying is I read fast, Mike. I'm I'm proud of you. No, you're not. Sure I am. I think it's weird and you must not have anything else to do. That's the even stranger thing is I I just read while I'm... I read at my meals and I read on my smoke breaks. Because I've had to kind of cut back on my news intake lately. Because the news was just really getting to me. Hmm. Um, so I, I switched to reading books on my smoke breaks instead. Because, God forbid, I actually look up and acknowledge my neighbors or anything, you know. That would just be weird. Hmm. I don't believe you. But, yeah, so, and sometimes I read, like, when I'm trying to go to sleep, because... It does put me to sleep. Yeah, at the end of the night, you know, I can read and, you know, get maybe dozen, twenty pages in or something, by the end of that, I'm starting to feel a little sleepy, so I go to bed. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep is good. I'd like to sleep right now. (laughs) Is that a hint? No, it's just a statement. Hmm. So, um, I don't know, man. I guess we we can call it. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Ryan Brown and Charles Soule for getting their Amazon deal. Oh yeah, yeah. The book I'm lettering for him, Eight Billion Genies, is being made into a movie and a show. I was a little confused by that, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. That's good. Good for them. Oh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's good for them. Yeah. I had uh, a little Hollywood discussion today, too. Yeah? Um, and uh, it's I told the person that it's like I look at it the way my uh, retirement fund is right now. Don't want to look at it because of the economy. <laughs> and let me know if something actually happens and I can retire. Yeah. Um, I, with stuff like this, for me, it, it doesn't make much difference personally, just because I'm, I'm work for hire. So it's sort of like, you know, you've drawn Spider-Man before, but, you know, a Spider-Man movie didn't mean anything to you, you know? Yep. Um, and that's that's the same way it, it is with me, for me with this stuff, because I'm just work for hire, and that's the end of it. But, you know, I mean, I, I know these people, and I'm happy for them, so that's good. Um, there was something else along those lines I was going to say, but I forget what now. It does kind of, I, I mean, you know, when I, because I didn't know anything about it until I saw the announcement on whatever it was, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, Ryan had mentioned something about, you know, being in talks or something a while back, because he was saying, oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting this to you now. We were busy talking about this other thing, but I, I, I just didn't really have time. I didn't pay much attention, you know. But um, so it was like it, it was news to me when it was news to everybody else. So <laughs> essentially, um, mm-hmm. but it, it really did. It it reinforced a thing I've been thinking about for a while is that I need to start thinking about how to make something of my own instead of exclusively helping other people make their stuff. Um. Sure. Just because, I mean, not that I, I, you know, not that I mind doing that. It's, it's it's a job. It's a thing I like doing, you know, and it makes me money. But I feel like if I can make something of my own, it w- might be better. Sure. I guess. But go for it. That's the eternal question. See know. how that works out for you. Way to be supportive, buddy. I'm supportive. I'm all for it. I think you should do it. A jockstrap you're not. I think you should quit all of your other jobs and just commit full-time to making something. Now you're just trying to sabotage me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My God. Of course I'm all for it. I believe in you. You're Eisner-nominated uh, letterer. You, of course. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, I'm more... Oh, well, I don't know. I'll tell you about this after the show. Because I don't know if it's something I'm supposed to be talking about out loud. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with the Eisners. It was something else I was going to tell you. But, anyway... It is funny how often I'm getting asked by people if I'm going to the San Diego Comic Con this year lately. Really? Yeah, just uh, you know, like people from Oni and stuff like that are asking me, and um, a couple other people I work with were asking me about it, and I'm like, I'll no, <laughs> you know, 
air flights crazy expensive. They cancel flights all the I'm, time. <laughs> I'm surprised by people who are going. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm still a little nervous about being in an enclosed space in the middle, well, or not in the middle, but while a pandemic's still going on. Yeah. Sure. Um, things like buses and planes. I, I recognize the fact that planes have good, like, circuit or uh, recycling systems for their air and stuff. I mean, I've been on two planes and haven't gotten sick, but I've had the mask on all the time and I stay away from people and I, right. all that good stuff. But I, I mean, out of curiosity, I did look up airfare. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy right now. I mean, it's crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I went and looked at the um, the Comic Con website anyway, and, and they're actually sold out this year. Mm, I don't wow! Know, I don't know how often that happens, but the website says they were sold out, and I think you could sign up for a cancellation list or something. It used to be. It used to sell out a lot, but that's wow. Yeah, so they're sold out this year anyway. So. Like, even if I wanted to go, I couldn't actually get tickets to get in. I don't know. I've never been to the Eisner dinner thing. Is that, like, a, a thing you can get into separately from the convention? Eisner dinner? The dinner is at the awards. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Eisner award thing. That's Can you get into that separate from the convention? I don't even know how that works. Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, Like... Do you need to show your convention ticket to go to the Eisner Awards? That's a very good question. I don't remember. I do not remember. But either way, I mean, you know, it's just not... Even if they wrote me and said, hey, you're winning, come to this thing, like, I couldn't afford to do that just to fly out there, go to a, a, an awards thing, and then leave. You know? We just have a friend uh, accept it for you. Do they... Okay, so you've been on on the Eisner thing before. Do do they tell you you're going to win before you win? Uh, I don't think so. No, I was not told. How would you know to have a friend accept it then? Well, I mean, you just have a friend who's going to be there and say, "Hey, if I win, it's not like a like a knowing that you'll win." Because hmm. I mean, they already know who. One, I would imagine. Uh, At least by the time the voting periods end, they know who won. I just don't know how any of that stuff works. That's all. Well, I don't work for him either. Are you sure? I'm just always winning. <laughs> always winning. Dang straight. I got an email if you want to read that before we go. Okay. Guess who it's from? Um, Bill Duke? It is! Alright. Did you write it? Are you Bill Duke? No, Did we... You out yourself as Bill Duke? We, we've just been talking about him a lot lately, so... Oh, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, uh, Bill Duke appreciates the Bill Duke talk on the recent episode. He knows you haven't forgotten him and still tunes into your show from the van. Bill Duke likes Mike's new haircut. Could be shorter. (laughs) I'm sorry. I haven't been uh, keeping up with my disposable razors. Yeah. Dry shaving Uh, with your disposable razors. 
Yeah, I will leave you with this question. Why gleam the cube when you could be the cube? <laughs> be, be the cube. Go on now, Bill Duke. But if you were the cube, wouldn't somebody else just be gleaming you? Oh, yeah. I don't want nobody gleaming me, Bill. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with, with that kind of intimacy. You know, he's Bill Duke, and Bill Duke likes it when people gleam him. Gleam the Duke. So, it, gleaming the Duke is probably like an illegal sex act. <laughs> like a Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, he's all about it. He likes it. <laughs> gleaming the Duke. Hell, he probably invented Gleaming the Cube and Gleaming the Duke. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I don't trust Bill Duke. How can you not trust Bill Duke? Well, he's just, he's up to so many things, you know? Hmm. I suppose. Yeah. He's probably he's probably like Tom King. He's probably worked for the CIA at one point. And you don't ever know if they're still working for them or not. I don't Although Bill Duke is very anti establishment, so I don't think he would have worked for the CIA. Or would he? Do you ever stop working for the CIA, really? No, man. I mean, I, th- I think they probably got you till you die, right? I don't trust you, Bill. I think you're, I think you're up to something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. All right. You got too many irons in the fire. You got too many projects happening. <laughs> can't begrudge a man work. <laughs> I can't. No, that's not. That, you're right. You're right, but. I, and it just, I still, I mean, I still have like, every once in a while I get a vision of the, that like bloodied spittle that came out of his mouth when Schwarzenegger stabbed him through the chest with a table leg in a, that hotel room in Commando. Yeah. And it just freaks me out. I don't trust Bill. Yeah. Something's up with Bill. Oh, Bill. Bill be creeping. Creeping. Creepy Duke. Creeping. Gonna have a good time tonight. <laughs> uh, on that note, did you have anything in stores this week? I didn't. But, I, I mean, I do have stuff coming out sometime this summer. I did a story for... It'll be, it'll be out this fall. I have a story in the... Uh, the back to Bell Rev school special. Oh, Saved by the Bell Rev. Get it? It's a school, uh, themed, uh, comic. It's Bell, Bell Rev is the prison in DC. Oh, okay. Is that where they like lock up the, yeah, like the Joker and stuff? Well, no, that's Arkham. Bell oh, right. That is Arkham. So I have a, a Green Arrow story in that, and then I have a story in uh, Batman. Uh, Batman. Batman. What is the name? Batman Urban Legends. Oh, yeah. And that'll be out probably. I, it might be out. Before that, I don't know. I don't know. Batman. I just do it on me. 
Spider-Man. Batman. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Batman. 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 <laughs> and, um... Are they still making those? I yeah. haven't seen those in a long time. I don't think so. Oh. But that's what I've been doing. Cool, and, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you know, every week there's something I've done on Mystery Science Theater. Oh, right, yeah. Even if there's not, you know, something obvious. Have they, what are they up to now? Have they aired all their episodes? Not the new ones, no. Okay. Uh, I don't know when the next new one is. Um, I think there are two new uh, Gamera episodes, which oh, yeah. I've done a bit on this 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 month. And, I mean, if you watch it on the Gizmoplex, they have these, like, weird little puppet show they do beforehand, and I drew all the little puppets that they do. But don't, uh, that's, Joel colors them all with crayon, so don't uh, blame me for that. That's all Joel. <laughs> for some reason, he thinks he's charming. He, he colors them all with crayons and then, like, puts popples, popsicle sticks behind them and he makes them dance on the screen. And it's very low tech, but that's Mystery Science Theater, so. Right. That's kind of a signature for them. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um,. But yeah, I've got something in every. I just did something for the Halloween episode, and always working on something. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I have to fund this stupid guitar habit I've started. Oh, have you got more guitars? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, let's see. Uh, Image Comics. Uh, issue number three of their anniversary anthology is out this week. Or was out this week. Um, and I'm doing a hack slash thing in there. And I thought issue number three, two or three of 8 Billion Genies was in stores this week. But I don't see it listed on the new releases list. I seem to remember uh, Ryan saying it was out too, so... And it must be because last night I saw somebody on Instagram posting a review of it. So it must be in stores and just not on this list for some reason. Which, okay, fine, whatever. But 8 Billion Genies number 3, I think. Yeah, probably 3. Could be 2. I don't know. One of them. I, it's hard for me to keep track of that stuff, you know. Um... Let's see. Oh, from Oni, uh, Rick and Morty Deluxe Edition Volume 8 hardcover. I wonder if they're still putting the sound chips in those. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh huh. It's kind of crazy. And, uh, I think that's it for me. I had my good week last week, I think. Ah, really a good week, though. Well, the week itself, no, but I'm just talking about as, you know, amount of stuff I had on the shelves. So, anyway. Um, so I guess that's it for this week. You can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast.gmail.com. Mike's website is ihatemike.com, battlepug.com, you know, you can go read stuff there. 
there's art at cadencecomicart.com. Except Mike doesn't hardly generate new art, like physical art anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, man. I dig it. I understand. There's good reasons for that. It just means you can't just resell it like you used to be able to, though. Anyway. I'm going to I'm going to uh, Fan Expo here in Chicago next week. What's the Fan Expo? It used to be Wizard World. Oh, okay, the one out in, uh, yeah, Rosemont. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are you tabling? I'll be at the Cadence Comic Art booth, so you can come say hi to me. I will not touch you. I will be wearing a mask, so you might might be able to tell that it's me. Look for the giant guy with very little head hair. Yeah, just look like for the big fat guy. I won't have a guitar. You should bring a guitar. Oh, I might bring my guitar. I'll be like, what's his name? Ethan Van Skyver and annoy everybody by playing my instrument. Yeah, there you go. Be a bad booth mate. No. Um, so, uh, well, cool. Yeah, go go find Mike. Say hi to him. Go find me. I have not been to that show since... Uh, me neither. I'm trying to remember. 07? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was that one year where I remember saying that everybody there looked really bummed out. <laughs> like, like yeah. no, nobody yeah. was having fun. Sure. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm just not going to go anymore. <laughs> we'll see how it is this year. Oh, I think it was the year before C2E2 started. Mm-hmm. Because then, yeah, next year was C2E2, and I'm like, I went to that, and I was like, oh, well, this is a lot more fun than, than that was, so I'm not going to that one anymore. Yeah. But uh, the, the Fan Expo, this is under new management and stuff, right? I think we mm-hmm. talked about this. Like, people bought it from Wizard or whatever. So, yeah, that could be fun. I look forward to hearing how it goes. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll remember stuff. Yeah. Not always good at that. When's that? Next week? It's not thing, yeah, I think it's next week. I think it's like Friday to Sunday or something like that. Huh, that's pretty ballsy booking it like right after a major holiday. For travel purposes. I mean, people have already traveled for a holiday, you know, a lot of times. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I guess so. All right, then. Well, uh, everybody out there, you have a great holiday weekend. Well, I guess if, if you're in the U.S., have a great holiday weekend. I don't know if there's a holiday in other countries or not. Well, good weekend if you're not here. Well, you can still have a good weekend, but I'm saying specifically have a good holiday weekend. You know? I want you to have a good holiday weekend no matter where you are. Okay. Just make up a holiday. Christmas make peace day. No, it's not Christmas make peace day yet. Not yet. <laughs> You're um, in charge of that, not me. Yeah, my brain's so scattered, I'm, I'm going to be lucky if I remember it this year. Um, anyway, yeah, so, you know, go grill some shit or, or whatever, you know, blow things up. I mean, not like Parliament or anything, but, um, you know, stuff. 
All right. Goodbye. Bye.